Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back for another video. In this one, we'll be running through the team for Gamic 29, along with the transfer plans, the Gamic thoughts, and all those good things. If you missed the Gamic 29 content so far, it'll be on screen at the end of the video. So, start with a quick look back at our last Gamic went. It was the blank game week, and it was almost a great arrow, a tiny red of around a thousand places. It was captaincy which decided the fate of the green or red arrow for most managers, and well done if you went for Saka captain. Fortunately Kane didn't blank which lessened the blow but it was a huge swing of points, Saka's biggest score of the season. The week before that Kane actually put up his biggest score of the season so it could have gone either way. The hit for Chilwell was also a deciding factor on the green or red. No hit would have meant a small green rather than a small red. However he is a long term purchase and the hope is that he can come good this week. Longer term it doesn't really matter if a player comes good the week you buy them or every several weeks, the total points are the same but of course you'd always rather a hit is immediately repaid. In my case, Henry scored 2 and Joel scored 1, so it was 1 point loss. A surprise result of Chelsea conceding twice to Everton at Stamford Bridge, they do have another two home games up next this double game week. I've been going back and forth all week on which direction to take the team moving forward. Let's have a look at how the team is set to line up and the transfer plans this week. And right before that, here's how I'm lined up this week on So Rare. Did very well in my first ever game week before the break, and I'm going to back Madison for captaincy this week. If you've not played so rare before, it's a really fun, free game with a lot of similarities to FPL. It's really well designed so that you can jump in at any point and you're never too late to the party. Cards are tradable and they can be won each game week. You can even sell your cards for money. Click the link at the top of the description to join my mini league now. So starting off in goal, can Steele's heroics continue? The 3.9mm keeper racked up an 11 pointer last time out the week he was brought in. If you caught this week's FPL Tips video, Brighton topped the clean sheet odds, given a 64% chance of keeping at least one across the two games they're up against Brentford and Bournemouth. He also tops the goalkeeper projections this week. If he can keep playing well, he'll be such a useful asset for the remainder of the season, with Brighton also doubling in game week 34, and potentially game week 36 and 37 as well. The defence is Botman, Trippier and Chilwell. Botman did miss international duty with a minor injury, but he's seen back in training this week, so no immediate concerns there. If anything, it might have done me a favour had he been a doubt, as the bench is an absolute nightmare this week, having used the bench boost a couple of game weeks ago. Fortunately, it was a successful bench boost, which will soften the blow this week. Trippier sits at 154 points with 12 games to play, so he's 60 points shy of breaking the all-time record, which is Robertson's 213, set back in 2018-19. So he needs to average 5 points per game for the remainder of the season to set a new record. Can he do it? Up to this point, he's averaged 5.9 points per game, so it could be very close. A few tough games ahead, though, include Man United, Spurs, Arsenal, Chelsea and Brighton. 
Hertfordshire while completes the back three for another pair of home games against Aston Villa and Liverpool. Hopefully Potter's learned from mistakes made against Everton last game week. They were very comfortable before he made some negative substitutions in my eyes, taking Pulisic off for Gallagher when they were cruising and looking quite threatening. A couple of tougher fixtures regardless, but we've got Chilwell for his potential attacking returns, not just clean sheets. The midfield is March, Matoma, Madison, Rashford and Saka. It's a great double gaming to be double up in Brighton mid, or even better if you tripled up, though I've not seen many teams set up that way. It's worth sharing a graphic from early this week again, because I'll be talking about it more in the transfer plans later as well. If we look at points scored this year, Matoma's 4th in the league, March is 7th, and they've played the joint fewest games. Incredible value available and a double game week, what more can you ask for? Haaland has less points than 7 players here, including March and Matoma who have played 2 less games. More on that later when we look at the transfer plans. Over the last 4 matches, Madison's created 13 chances, 2nd most in the league, Bruno's 14, only 1 higher. His 4 big chances created can also only be beaten by Bruno's 5. He's a definite captaincy contender this week and there's such a good spread of options available. Leicester find themselves one place above the drop currently, though they're a far better team with Madison back in the side so let's hope for something from him. And at just shy of 10% ownership he could make a big difference. Rashford gets to the armband currently but this may change depending on the transfer plans. He's back in light training this week, my gut feel is that he will be in full training before the deadline and start against Newcastle, perhaps come off by the 80 minute mark at most. Based on that, he's a very viable captain, and the Brentford game at home is Man United's chance for revenge after the shock 4-0 loss all the way back in game week 2. On the community tab on my channel, I've just put a captain poll up, so make sure you get your vote in. Saka completes the midfield, and what a headache he is for many of us. When do you ever sell a player after an 18-pointer? Never happens. 13 points clear is the top scoring midfielder, and home to Leeds as well. Regardless, it is a double game week, so with hesitation, the intention is to sell him. The front two is Tony and Watkins. There's been no news as far as Tony's potential ban. Reportedly a hearing's in April, and reportedly he's admitted to some charges, but not others. It sounds like he'll definitely be banned at some point, but it should hopefully come after the double gimmick if it does come, at which point then he'll be moved on anyway. He's extremely highly owned, so it's a transfer I'd like to move fast on if he does get banned, or gets the yellow card suspension. He is walking the tightrope on that front as well, one yellow away from missing two games. Watkins completes the team, in the form of his life under Emery, and he can become the first Villa player to score in five consecutive away games if he nets against Chelsea. Preferably if he were to score in either game, the Leicester game would be better due to owning Chilwell. In FPL sometimes you have a forward or midfielder up against one of your defenders. It's not ideal, but it's worth accepting that at times it does happen, particularly in the double game week. One way of looking at it is if he didn't own Chilwell, then you'd hope him for a Watkins goal. But if that didn't come and Chilwell kept a clean sheet then you've missed out. Or vice versa, if you own Chilwell and not Watkins then you'd hope for a clean sheet, but if Watkins scored it means you miss out twice. I've strapped myself in for bench pain this week. It's Raya, Kane, Zinchenko and Gabriel. The bench boost is already used. It's exactly the same situation as those who didn't bench boost in Gimmick 27, where you all had a strong bench but didn't use the chip. It's the reverse and it's my turn for pain this week. Whatever happens, fortunately the bench boost went well in 27, with 29 points bench boosted. Who knows what we'll see from Spurs and Kane post Conte sacking. He's a top professional and I'm sure he'll do well regardless. I'm not sure if we'll see much improvement with an interim manager in place for now. They'll probably continue with the same system as well. So let's talk about the transfer plans. One transfer free and 10-11 starters have a double game week, so it's the sack of dilemma that remains. In my case, there's two dilemmas I'm actually weighing up. 
One is being widely considered, which is Saka to Fernandez. We talked about Bruno's numbers earlier, topping the league for chances created and big chances created over the last four games, and he's on penalty duties. Tends to play 90 minutes every week as well. Doing that also leaves enough money in the bank for Tony to Harlan in game 30. However, I'm in a position where I'm very sure of where I want to be at this point, so I'm considering Saka to Salah and then captain in Salah. Although it's a poor double gaming for Salah on paper, I don't rate Man United's much higher. Salah is fixture-proof as well, and he has a very good record against Man City in particular, and for the first time in a very, very long time, Liverpool will soon have Darwin Jota, Diaz Salah, Firmino, Van Dijk and Konate all fit. Essentially a full-strength team, and only the Premier League to focus on, no other competitions. The last ship I have left is the free hit, and the two obvious weeks to use it after this week are Black Gaming 29 and Double Gaming 34. So I'm leaning slightly towards the free hit later in the season in 34 rather than the blank in 29, and if I do get Salah then he plays in 32 against Forest. Going without Haaland is an obvious risk though. What we do know is he's not in train this week, and Man City have Gaming 30 and Gaming 31 either side of the Champions League against Bayern Munich. I'd need him to ideally sit one of those games out to help sway things in my favour as I will be forced to captain elsewhere as well. Though referring back to the earlier chart, 7 players have outscored Haaland this year and 4 of those have played fewer games so clearly going without Haaland can work. If nothing else it will be fun to deviate from the template once more like with the game at 27 bench boost which halved my rank. Let me know in the comments what your thoughts are. If I did go about Haaland, then I'd captain Rashford home to Everton in Gamic 30, and then came home to Bournemouth in Gamic 31. And then Haaland would come back into the team in Gamic 33 in all likelihood, so it's a four week play basically. As always, I'll confirm my final team on the community tab on my channel, and on Twitter and Instagram, so make sure you're following, links below. If you enjoyed the video, please drop it a like before you go, and make sure you're subscribing. Big upload tomorrow, as we check in with the experts to see what they're doing this week. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.